This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Here with Julian Ng, Joyce Go, and Sharitz Abdullah on the morning run. Now, uh, moving on to other news. Yesterday, Free Malaysia Today ran an article about how we could expect to see more Malaysians working as labourers overseas. Uh, this sparked our interest, especially with Putrajaya coming out to a lay fears of a recession and that the country is supposed to be on track to become a developed country. Now, we got in touch with O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow at the Think Tank at Singapore Institute of International Affairs, who was one of the analysts quoted in this article, and he broke it down for us. Malaysians uh, working as uh, so-called migrant labour working force uh, overseas uh, has been a long-standing affair. I mean, uh, in the 1970s and 80s, for example, when uh, the mining industry, the mining sector in Ipoh, uh, deteriorated. Uh, there were Malaysians who went on to Europe and to the United States uh, to work in uh, sometimes rather menial uh, jobs. So it's not a new um, phenomenon. In fact, it's a very uh, widespread uh, occurrence in the various uh, developing countries because uh, people tend to seek uh, better compensation in the other countries, even though they might have to work in the industry or jobs uh, which are perhaps uh, incompatible, for example, with their educational attainments and so on. So the, I, I don't think we should uh, look at this uh, phenomenon as uh, something degrading. I think we should uh, look at it as uh, people simply going overseas to look for uh, betterment in their lives. We then asked Isan what he thought the main concern was with our economy. I think uh, the main concern is actually uh, as compared to even countries such as uh, Vietnam and, and so on, the up-and-coming uh, countries, uh, we have uh, relatively low productivity, which also then uh, leads on to uh, lower wages. You see, they are, in, in, in general, the, our productivity uh, may not be satisfactory and therefore uh, employers uh, tend to pay uh, lower wages. So if you are somebody who is more productive than your peers, now you are not satisfied the local uh, relatively low uh, wages, you might move on to uh, other countries or other regions and places where you think uh, you get a higher pay uh, which uh, would commensurate with your uh, productivity, albeit uh, in more, uh, shall we say, menial uh, jobs. So low productivity in general leading to, uh, well, low wages in general. I think that's one uh, problem. Isan also mentioned that there were lessons to be learned from previously well-to-do countries who were in similar situations. We asked him if he saw parallels with other countries in the region. Uh, well, uh, if you are talking about migrant workers uh, from regional countries, uh, uh, typically we are talking about the Philippines and, uh, and Myanmar. Uh, both these countries were once very promising economies in the 1960s, for example, uh, half a century uh, ago. Unfortunately, uh, for example, the Philippines under the previous uh, corrupt uh, regime of uh, Ferdinand Marcos the Myanmar's uh, military junta over the years and so on, the, um, the corruption which plagued these uh, countries have uh, reduced uh, the economy to such an extent 
that uh, well, the workers had to go overseas uh, to to work, including to uh, Malaysia. Well, the change of government in this country, it perhaps ameliorates uh, the corruption problem a little bit, but only a little bit. Uh, I think it continues to plague, uh, for example, the business uh, community, and. I really don't see a solution to it, uh, as long as uh, our mentality is still, um, like Dr. Mahathir said, uh, you know, trying to 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 gain from uh, nothing. I mean, that, that that kind of mentality is very debilitating. That was O.E. Sun, senior fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs, talking to us about his observations in Malaysia as migrant workers. And I think this is a problem that is very hard to fix overnight uh, because we've had decades and decades of policies which have led us to be uh, very uncompetitive. I mean, uh, also from Free Malaysia Today in another article, I read that, uh, you know, the Thai baht and uh, Vietnamese dong, the reason why they have overtaken the ringgit in recent years was that uh, their exports as a percentage of GDP has gone up to uh, over 200%. And uh, Malaysia has just been consistent at 100%, right? So these are the countries whom in the past we uh, sort of like unofficially look down on, right? Hey, Thailand and Vietnam, they've overtaken us in terms of desirability of investments and, and therefore jobs. Yeah, and uh, I mean, let's not just speak about Thailand and Vietnam. I mean, recently we had that news about the 47th uh, workers from Sarawak who were looking for job in Cambodia. Um, I mean, uh, so that's, uh, you know... that The you illegal could online the, thing, right? That's yeah. right, that's right. So human trafficking. So it just shows where we are at the moment in terms of our workforce and what we're willing to do, right? Um, but at the same time, there's also an opposing trend, which is uh, a lot of countries now are at this moment trying to reduce quota for foreign workers. For an example, Singapore in their latest, uh, in their latest budget, they've mm. announced that as well. Yeah, so I mean, um, it's something that is very real, uh, definitely something that, but then again, when they migrate, a lot of these people, they end up doing jobs that may not be what they want, but because it promises a better living or they get better wages, that's why they migrate. I know of um, a friend of mine in uh, Penang, uh, he moved his whole family to um, Australia and he worked, uh, he took on a job to be a meatpacker mm. and it's enough uh, for him to, you know, have a home, own a car and send his kids to I mean, to him, he thinks that's good for his kids' education, but yeah. Yep, certainly a classic problem of the middle-income trap in Malaysia that uh, we definitely need to get over with in this era of new Malaysia. Um, we're coming up to the 7.30 news, and after that, we'll talk about China's version of the Silicon Valley. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.